Welcome to the official Autodesk Inventor podcast. My name is Garen Gardner. I'm the technical marketing manager for Autodesk Inventor. Today is May 2nd. This is episode number 23. And this week we're going to talk, or I should say this month, we're going to talk a little bit about Frame Generator. Uh, one of the podcasts that we did recently, we spent a bit of time in Frame Generator and I received a lot of questions. So I wanted to add on to that a little bit. I'm going to hit on several different aspects. So we're going to get into some part modeling, some drawings, and some of the Frame Generator capability. A lot of these things you can use independently, but they also work great together. So some of the things that we're going to be focusing on is some of the parameter exporting, some of the options. Uh, I recently posted something to the blog, which is kind of where we're going to start out and then add on to that. We're also going to talk a little bit about taking fractions into drawings, making everything associative. And it doesn't just have to be fractions. This can be something like different units. Uh, so you may be working in your parts, your document settings or one setting but you really want to be able to get something completely different when you create your parts list. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and then hit on some authoring in Content Center and a few other things throughout the way. So let's start by taking a look at a, a um, part drawing here. Part drawing, it's actually a part. And we have, you'll notice it's a piece of lumber, and I know lumber again. It uh, had a couple of projects recently where I've learned some of these things, and it just came from the lumber industry. So it's some of the, the tutorials that I have. But this can be applied throughout pretty much uh, any direction that you go with Inventor, especially if you're using Frame Generator. So with this particular part, let's see how it's created first. The first thing that we want to take a look at is some of the parameters in this particular part. So you'll notice that we have an H1, D1, and PL. They're all created, and we also have uh, each of them are checked as exportable. So this allows me to send these out to different files. Well, I can export them out uh, into other parts. I can link them through, through one part to another, or if I want to see them in my parts list. So if they're not exportable, then they don't show up. I'm not able to see all of those. Primarily, the reason that we do that is you, you may have hundreds of parameters in your part, but you just want to be able to export a handful of them. You don't want to wade through a, a huge list of them. So typically you can come in and choose which ones you want to export. It's usually just a handful of them. Once you've specified that you want to export some of these parameters, now new to 2009, underneath the model value, you can right click on it and tell it that you want to customize those property formats. Now in here I can tell it how we want to export it. You'll notice that we have text type. We're going to leave, well, property type. We're going to leave it as text. The units right now is set up as inches. Format typically is decimal, but we're going to change it over to fractions. And you'll notice that it gives me a preview each step along the way. And then I can also change the precision of this. So one of the things that we have here, if, you, if you're not necessarily interested in fractions, you may be interested in creating a part working in inches but you may want to have your description to show feet or probably not miles but something else this is a good way to set that up so it's automatically giving you, giving you a different unit or a different format well in this case we want fractions so really where we're going with this is we want to take these parameters put it in a description in the part keep it completely associative and then push that over to a drawing now you've probably seen how we can do this without changing the format, but changing the format is really key in sometimes getting what you want. So with, with each of these set up now as a fractional unit, 
I don't I also don't want to display the unit strings you'll notice that it shows inch or if I turn it off it removes that so depending on if I want to see that unit string or not so now to really see exactly what we've done here if I go over to the project you'll notice in my description it's showing me the width the depth and the height of this particular part if I want to see the expression I can just right click see the expression it's showing me h1 d1 and gl so those are the parameters that we've exported if I apply this you'll notice that it's showing me exactly what it would look like now if I had it as decimal I would see decimal instead of fractions if I had it at feet it would be showing up in feet here so the nice thing about this is I'm able to get this into my drawing if I want and it's all concatenated to basically the format that I'm looking for also before we go too much farther we're gonna publish this to content center but before we publish it I want you to be aware of a couple of different things this is actually the second time I'm recording this podcast because I got to the end and I fell to to talk a little bit about this piece so I want to make sure that uh, you understand early on some of the early settings when you publish components may make it a little more difficult to change it in Content Center without saving a file and replacing it in the family so one of the things that that um, you'll run into is when you create your parts list how do you want your parts list to show up on these parts that I'm going to publish in this case you'll notice that the base quantity do I want it to show my base quantity as a length or especially when I roll this up or do I want to show this as each so do I want it to tell me I have four of these components or do I want it to tell me that I have four feet of these components all added together in my case I want it to be each but I'll, I'll explain a little bit later on where this comes into play when we create our components so I have it set as each and we're gonna apply this so now it comes time to publish this so we've built this part now I don't necessarily have to publish this to content center this could be just a regular part that when I create drawings of it I want it to be formatted a certain way although the nice thing about this is all the things that we do here we can actually push this over to content center and get all of this rich amount of information as well so let's go over to our content center editor in fact we want to publish our content center publish to content center and you'll notice that we have we can tell it what library to publish to we can tell it what language to publish to I'm going to tell it what category I want it to go to and then I also can specify I can map each of these parameters or, or um, these basically these parameters to uh, however I want to set them up so you'll notice you have shape height, shape thickness, shape width, I mean all these things you can link to a template parameter. Well, in this case we, we're going to go over to the table column and we're just going to add the part number as our key that we want to use. We're also going to come in and give this a name so let's give this uh, the name is temp and I believe I already have one called lumber so I'm just going to call it lumber2 we can give it a standard organization so these are things that you can set up who the manufacturer is all sorts of information looks like we have a duplicate so let's just do template2 gives me a thumbnail of what what it's gonna look like in content center if I want it to look differently I can actually give it a thumbnail and it'll use that thumbnail well we'll publish it from here and once we have this done it, it'll show up in content center so we can go into the content center editor and you'll notice that we have temp2 which we just created and I'm gonna edit the family table you'll notice here that it shows the file name the designation the part number and I can change any of this information if I want it's just a regular table I can come in and fill it out 
if I want to have a different another row for a different size so if I want to have instead of a one by one I could have a quarter inch by one or, or something like that but for now we're just going to get rid of the one that we added we'll focus on one at a time and I would say to get one set up to where it works well and then you can copy that down and make the subtle changes it makes it a little bit more difficult if you set this up without the parameters and everything set up and then keep tweaking it add different ones keep tweaking it more set up one and make sure that it, it works for the most part for you and then add the additional ones to it it'll just make it easier for you but in this case we want to add a new row because we want to be able to get that description information in our parts list so I'm going to name this description and for the mapping properties we're going to come down to project description and I'm just gonna paste over, I actually copied the, the description from, uh, from my part and I'm just pasting it in here so you can see that it's basically the exact same layout as before and then let's just apply that. So now that we've set that up let's go over to an assembly and I want just a real basic we want just a, a real basic skeleton part that we can start working from so in this case we'll go over to frame generator and I'm going to specify that we're going to use the lumber that we just created so you'll notice now that we have temp2 lumber2 and I have the inch and a half by inch and a half and I can select a couple of edges now one of the things I discovered recently is if I right now you'll notice that if I look at the orientation of my lumber it's a little bit hard to see but you'll see that it's on the inside now if I select this one it's going to be on the outside one of the things that I discovered is if I, I normally when I picked I picked up here towards this end so now if I come over here and pick towards the bottom you'll notice that it's oriented up properly so I don't have to do multiple selections so much uh, in here we'll apply this and then I'm going to do the other side much the same way now I'm gonna, one thing I'm going to do is change, uh, it was already set to oak, so I canceled that out because I wanted to make sure we had the right material. Let's select both of those, apply it, we'll create uh, those pieces of lumber, and then let's do much the same thing on the other side. So we'll select up high, down low, and then we'll change the orientation to go on the inside. So pretty easily I have all four corners there. Now we want to take a look at the drawing and see what that drawing is going to look like. So let's create a base view. And I probably should have turned that, that um, skeleton model off. You'll notice that I have changed it in my, uh, my bill of material. I've changed it to be a purchase part. So it's not going to show up in my parts list, but right now it's just showing it as dashed. So I'd probably want to turn that off when I create my views. But let's create a parts list here. I'm just using a regular parts list. Now we can see that we're getting the quantity, we're getting the description, although we may want to do a roll up here. So you'll notice that we'll tell it to group based on description. And I also don't necessarily want to see, let's uh, take a look at that again. and I probably don't really want to see the group participants or the item numbers so we can see that we'll roll it up now for some reason I'm getting the quantity in inches uh, it may not be that uh, when I set this up I actually had my my export out with uh, the each 
I may be using a different one. I'm not sure what I did there. But basically, what this should allow me to do is get um, have them tell have it tell me I have four items is my quantity instead of how many feet I have here. So it just depends on how you have your content center set up and some of your styles. But with that, looks like I cancel out of that. Let's let's come back in here. We'll tell it to group by. I guess it's always good to do things twice just so you can catch those. And let's apply that. So we can see the description, the quantity. Now, if I want to come in and make a change, you'll notice that it's 26 and a quarter. Well, let's come over to our frame here. And let's bump this up from 26 and a quarter to be something else. Return, go over to that drawing. You're going to notice that it's 37 and a half. So it's automatically updating that information. So it's just, a, like I said, it's a really great way to be able to format everything. We've been able to publish one of these standard components. One of the things that I am going to do, I'll attach or link this file into the, the blog site. So uh, wherever you, if you've downloaded this from iTunes, you can go to, to our blog in the machine. I'll have a link to grab this part file. And basically, you can pull it down and get an idea of, of what's set up there. Basically, we have a from and a to plane. We have our profile, a couple parameters. And that's all, really all we have to do to be able to publish this and be able to use it in Frame Generator. So it's very easy to set up. You'll notice that some of the descriptions, some of the parameters that we've done, and then getting into the the part or the drawing environment, it's very easy for us to set it up and, and actually work with this. So I hope that that helps. Definitely feel free to, to give me some questions. I know I had some questions on the drawing side. Hopefully these have addressed some of those. And if you have more, again, feel free to, to give us feedback. We're always looking for feedback on the blog and on the podcast. And uh, I've actually talked to quite a few of, of you in the community recently. And uh, I'm surprised on how many people are taking a look at the blog and even listening to the podcast. So, you know, feel free to share it and, uh, and get it out there. And f also, like I said, we really look forward to getting feedback. And some of you have seen that we're already getting things ready for Autodesk University. So you'll probably start to see some, some of the different things that I'll talk about. Some of the classes that are coming up, even though that's in the fall. I know we still have all summer to have fun summertime. But, uh, but there are some also some great classes that people are preparing for and already getting ready for in the fall that will cover some of these things that we've been talking about. So with that, hopefully you enjoyed. And uh, until next time, we'll see you next month.